Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I'm your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of the day. We begin with an update on the Adani Hindenburg controversy. The expert committee appointed by the Supreme Court said it cannot conclude any regulatory failure around Adani Group's stock rallies and that SEBI has drawn a blank in its probe into the alleged violations in money flows from offshore entities into the conglomerate. Koriko train arson, Shaheen Bagman found dead in Kochi Hotel. SSLC exam results announced 99.7% students pass, full A plus for over 68,500 students. India lifts ban on Crafton's mobile game Battlegrounds Mobile India. Monsoon advances in Andaman Sea and Nicobar Islands, says India Meteorological Department. Let's get into the details. An expert committee appointed by the Supreme Court said it cannot conclude any regulatory failure around Adani Group's stock rallies and that SEBI has drawn a blank in its probe into alleged violations in money flows from offshore entities into the conglomerate. But the six-member panel said there was an evidence of a build-up in short positions on Adani Group stocks ahead of the report of US-based short-seller Hindenburg Research and profiting from squaring off positions after prices crashed post-publication of the damning allegations. It further said there is a need for an effective enforcement policy that is coherent and consistent with the legislative position adopted by SEBI. According to the committee, it also cannot say that there has been a regulatory failure on SEBI's part on minimum public shareholding rules or on related party transactions. The Apex Court had appointed the committee parallel to the investigation that markets regulator SEBI was conducting into allegations against Adani Group and the plunge in the Apple's to port conglomerate's shares, triggered by Hindenburg's allegations. The expert panel was headed by retired Supreme Court Judge Justice A.M. Sapre and comprised O.P. Bhatt, K.V. Kamath, Nandin Nilekani and Somshegar Sundaration. The Supreme Court had earlier this week granted SEBI time till August 14th to complete its probe into the allegations against Adani Group. Adani Group stocks had taken a beating on the bourses after Hindenburg made a litany of allegations, including those about fraudulent transactions and share price manipulation against the business conglomerate. Adani Group dismissed the charges as lies, saying it complies with all laws and disclosure requirements. Mohammed Shafi from Shahinbag in Delhi was found hanging at a hotel room on Friday morning. He had reached Kochi after the National Investigation Agency summoned his son Mohammed Monis for interrogation in connection with the Koriko train arson incident of April 2nd. NIA had quizzed Monis on Thursday and had asked him to appear for interrogation again on Friday at 10 am. Shafi, however, was found hanging inside the washroom of their hotel room in Kochi. The body has been shifted to the mortuary for post mortem. Kochi South Police inspected the hotel room and initiated a probe into Shafi's death. The NIA reportedly summoned Monis for interrogation over his alleged links with Shah Rukh Saifi, the key accused in the Koriko train arson case. On the night of April 2nd, Shah Rukh Saifi barged into the D1 compartment of the Executive Express carrying a bottle filled with petrol. He poured the fuel on the passengers in the compartment without any provocation and set them ablaze when the train was over the Korapura Bridge near Elatur. Nine people suffered burn injuries while the bodies of a woman, an infant and a man were recovered later from the tracks near Elatur. According to the police, they may have fallen off the train or jumped off it upon seeing the fire. The accused fled the spot and was later arrested from Ratnagiri on April 4th by the Maharashtra Anti-Terrorism Squad. 
The secondary school leaving certificate examination results were announced on Friday evening. The overall pass percentage is 99.7%. Students can apply for re-evaluation of the results till May 24th. A total of 4,17,864 students have qualified for higher studies and 68,604 students have scored A-plus in all subjects. Malapuram district recorded the highest number of students who secured full A-plus in the exam. Among districts, Kannur topped in pass percentage with 99.94%, while Wayanad recorded the lowest pass percentage of 98.41%. Pala and Muatubura educational districts recorded 100% victory in the exams. The same year exams will be conducted for repeat students from June 7th to 14th. A student can appear for a maximum of three subjects in the exam. The results of this exam will be published by the end of June. The SSLC certificate of the students who qualified for higher studies will be available on DigiLocker from the first week of June. India has approved popular mobile game Battlegrounds Mobile India to be relaunched for a trial period after a 10-month ban, South Korean game developer Krafton said on Friday. South Korea's Foreign Affairs and Culture Ministries held meetings with their Indian counterparts to help lift the ban, a Krafton Inc. representative said. The Indian government blocked the flagship game made by Krafton last July, citing concerns about its data sharing and mining in China. Krafton is backed by China's Tencent, which owns around a 13.5% stake. The three-month trial approval of the game was agreed after it complied with issues of server locations and data security, Indian Deputy Minister for Information Technology Rajiv Chandrasekhar said in a tweet. At the time of its removal from Alphabet Inc.'s Google Play Store and Apple Inc.'s App Store, Battlegrounds Mobile India had more than 100 million users in India. A Facebook page for the title says the game will be available for download soon. The government will keep a close watch on other issues of user harm and addiction in the trial period before making a final decision, Chandrasekhar added. New Delhi banned another crafting title, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, popularly known as PUBG, in 2020, following which the company launched Battlegrounds Mobile India. The ban on PUBG was part of a larger ban on more than 300 Chinese apps, including short video platform TikTok, after the government ramped up its scrutiny of Chinese businesses in the wake of a 2020 clash between the neighbours. The government also intensified the scrutiny of investments by Chinese firms and Indian companies. Southwest monsoon has advanced over southeast Bay of Bengal, Nicobar Islands and South Andaman Sea on Friday, setting the stage for the four-month rainy season crucial for the country's farm economy. Earlier this week, the weather office said the onset of monsoon over Kerala making its entry into the mainland would be slightly delayed than the usual date of June 1st. On Tuesday, the weather office had said that the onset of monsoon over Kerala is likely to be on June 4th with a model error of four days. The monsoon arrived in Kerala on May 29th last year, June 3rd in 2021, June 1st in 2020, June 8th in 2019 and May 29th in 2018. Agriculture contributes around 15% of India's $3.5 trillion economy and a good monsoon helps recharge aquifers and reservoirs besides watering the farms. The emergence of the El Nino weather pattern has raised concerns over monsoon rainfall in 2023. El Nino, which is the warming of the waters in the Pacific Ocean near South America, is generally associated with the weakening of monsoon winds and dry weather in India. The El Nino conditions this year follow three consecutive La Nina years. La Nina, which is the opposite of El Nino, typically brings good rainfall during the monsoon season. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Tours, hosted and produced by me, Vishnu, with technical support by IW Studios. Follow on Manorama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.